real underground shit. This is real underground <laughs> shit. <laughs> Alright. This is just the way I want it to be. Dia dos. What's up? This is a uh, interview with... Uh, what, how, how do you want us to call you? Bailey Korea? Bailey, Bailey Ultimate? Bailey. Just Bailey? Bailey, yeah. So we're out here with uh, with Bailey, yeah, Theodos. ULTD's from Limited, but you don't got to say that part. All right. So just Bailey now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess uh, everyone can introduce themselves. Um, this is Maru. I go by Reese. Uh, part of the Theodos crew. Working on the website and other stuff. Yeah. And I'm Renzo. Part of the Theodos crew. A little bit of this and that. And we got our special guest today, Bailey. Bailey. I guess you can introduce hey. yourself. Uh, my name is Bailey. I was born in Virginia. I'm 23. I do all sorts of stuff, but mostly am known for my design work. I do digital, what is it, photo manipulation, you know, illustrations, websites, logos, stuff graphic like that. Design. Fun stuff. That Just, here and there. Yeah, everything yeah. under the umbrella of graphic design and digital art. Yeah, so pretty much what everyone wants to do after getting their first computer. Yeah, I just basically abuse Photoshop every time I wake up. <laughs> Yo, it must be hard. Like, the how, hard how many hours? Like, how many hours are you on like Photoshop a day? Uh, a day. Uh, lately, it's been like a good solid zero to one hour a day. But like, <laughs> when I'm really on my stuff, like. Basically, one cover can take anywhere from like six to eight hours or a flyer. I just am really tedious. I'm a perfectionist. I zoom in on every little thing. I don't I don't want anybody to see any like mistakes when they see my work. I want it to be like pristine. I feel but that. I feel that. I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Now, how, how do you balance between that and like your time frame? Like, let's say you do have a time frame for something. So basically, I every day I dedicate like an hour or two to myself, like making sure that Bailey is taken care of. That right. includes like stuff like obviously hygiene. And then like, I like to uh, go on a walk and leave my phone inside. Like getting away from the screens is major. It's super important yeah. for your brain. Right. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of people notice that because people can go crazy, you know, just looking at a screen all Definitely. day. Get burned out. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I started like uh, like really like getting into the socials, I realized like my whole behavior changed. Like I'm just like on it. Yeah. Like I'm on on the screen all the time. Like if I'm like switching through screens. Yeah. And like I had to get better glasses because that shit fucks up your. <laughs> Work, yeah, workflow is like I look up to my buddy Gabe. Gabe has a crazy workflow. He goes to work and then he still has enough drive to load up his commissions and do up other work like. If I'm going to work, like, some days I just can't go do Oh, Gabe stuff. Estrada? Yeah, Gabe. Yo, yeah, Gabe, Yo Estrada. Gabe. Shout yeah. out to Gabe. He did Shout this. out to Gabe. Yeah. He was commissioned a little thing from Gabe. That's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, so... Oh, can I cuss on here? Is this like a radio interview or Fuck something? <laughs> I mean, this is YouTube. Fuck it. Okay, all right, cool. Um, Sorry. Yeah, of course. But, uh, so we, we uh, you, me, and Mikey, God's idol, like, we... Like I guess rekindled. Yeah. Uh, on this group chat that you started. Like, yeah, yeah. Was it a year ago now? Yeah, it started like was it like September? No, yeah, September. It was like September, then October, then November, I believe. Speak it was, on. It yes, was, like explain it from so, the beginning. Okay, okay, okay. Because I so, I don't know about it. Too basically, much. it's called Homebase. It's like something that I wanted to do as like a website. I wanted to bring people together and make something more than just me. Right. So. 
if anything were to happen, which nothing's going to happen to me, but if anything were to happen to me and I would like to leave, like that's one of my main purposes behind art is to leave something behind. So my plan is to like bring people together and help people make collaborations and stuff that'll last a lifetime. So I kind of took leadership, whatever, took control and, and noticed like, I didn't want to take anybody like that everyone knows. Like I wanted to give a lot of people a chance because like right. I see talent in people. That's something I've always had a keen eye for. You know, like there's tons of artists that have blown up nowadays that I've been fans of since when they had like no traction, like no attention. And I just kind of was like, there's something about this person. So whatever. And I brought these people together, started a little group chat on Twitter, and about half a year later, eight months later, we did our a uh, first concert we did a show in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I couldn't show up to this show with another uh, company called Major Coin, who is ran by my buddy Kenny and his friends. Kenny Bass. Yeah, yes. Kenny Bass. And that is, uh, that was a pretty pretty cool milestone to see all of the people because we had people come yeah. from Texas. I like it. Uh, where else? We, Texas. we went up there. Me and Mikey went up there. Well, you got Texas, Sam's Cali. Yeah, Sam. You got DC. Sean. Yeah, and there was all sorts of people coming from all over the place. And that was just... Yeah. That was just something that was like super, like super major for me because I had never done something like that. So yeah, I mean the whole like uh, group chat <clears throat> idea, like especially on Twitter because that's the only real place I see it go yeah. anywhere. Uh, it must be because like the text, like Twitter's yeah. text based. For we have a Discord too, but uh, like it's there's people yeah. with Androids and just group chats don't work when it's Androids to iPhones. And right, stuff like right. That, so. But it's cool because like you. Like the one, the one that you started was basically just like I, I remember I just liked the tweet, yeah. And then like a bunch of people just I like just hopped on, people. and then just everyone introduced themselves what they did, and yeah. then it was just like all right, collab, let's collab here, let's collab. Yeah, there. yeah, that was that was the the main thing. So like I wanted to get people in there, and I didn't want it to be like because there's tons and tons of group chats that are like, I mean I hate to be like disrespectful to anything, but like I'm a workhorse, like I like to work, 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 work. I don't like to be stagnant, right? Because when you're stagnant, it's and then you reflect on being stagnant, it's even worse than when you're actually stagnant. So, like, if I sit there and I'm not doing anything, it's like, dang, I should be doing something. But then the worst part is when you start doing something and you're like, why was I not doing anything earlier? So, but uh, I wanted to, like, get people to be on the same page and yeah. introduce themselves. We have uh, everything, really, in home base. There's writers, there's rappers, producers, engineers, uh, artists, like, painters, you know, illustrators, just creative designers, yeah, all, like all like a whole hub for creatives to work together and get stuff done. So, we actually have a couple projects under our belt. One is released between two artists, one from Virginia Beach named ZK, and another Zay. artist, Fatboy Sean, who has now changed his name and he's yeah. in the middle of a rebrand. Yeah, it's yeah. very confusing. Yeah, but he's, he's not Sean he, no he, more. Yeah, he's like Deshaun Garçon or something. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that. So, yeah, something. So he's uh. He's, you met you met him, right? Yeah, yeah. He, you, I think I dropped him off at your crib. Yeah, Fabio Sean. He's cool. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. But uh, yeah, it's my good buddy, and I manage him a little bit. But um, basically, they did a collaboration EP with produ producers from the group. Turner is mm -hmm. on it. Uh, J Cam hometown and a few other people. Yeah. Yeah, Turner's from right here in Jefferson County. Shout out to him. Yo, Turner from the pack. West Virginia, T. baby. Truett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely check him out online. He's uh, he's amazing. Super slept on producer. Word. Um, that produced. Yeah, so we did that, and now we're working on future projects. I want to eventually book like a bigger name artist in a bigger name city and 
pack out my first show, that would be super incredible if I could, like, really put something on and make memories for more than, like, more than a lot of people. Like, I want to make, like, a hundred people have a show that they'll never forget. Yeah, like, Definitely. Wait, all right, so now that we're, like, on the topic of, like, all right, group chat, everyone introduce yourself. Right, introduce me more <coughs> of, like, your roots. Like, where are you from, like, originally, and, you know, where you spend your most time, and, right. like, your start of your career. Like, when do you start, like, doing art? Okay, okay, okay. So this, like, story, this story goes back. Um, I'm not going to delve too much through the part that doesn't involve with art, but basically I was born in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Manassas for the first six, seven years of my life in a townhouse with my mom and my dad. Then one of my brothers were born. We got too big for the townhouse. And my dad luckily had the money to build a little house out here in Summit Point, right outside of Charlestown. And I'm in Jefferson County, West Virginia now. And I went to school, started in South Jefferson Elementary. Then I went through middle school and high school is where I like started to find art because I was into sports. I played a lot of baseball. Um, I started in t-ball, played yeah. all the way up through like it was like what uh, machine pitch. Then yeah. it was uh, like little league, and then it was like Babe Ruth league. Yeah. And I played a bunch of baseball. I don't but, know much about baseball. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, it was just like it's just a few different like. Like stages, league, yeah, leagues as you get older. It's like the process that you go through, and then you go to like high school baseball or whatever. Got the Orioles jersey on. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I just I love like uh, Maryland and DC sports. Like they're my favorite. So, anyways, um, I kind of fell out of baseball because I have bad feet. You can't see now, but no, we're not gonna we're not yeah, gonna yeah, ask you to show, feet, show it. Like, show it. Show it. But like, I kind of like <laughs> I kind of like stopped playing sports because my feet are bad and it. Uh, I can't run very fast. Yeah. Basically, I'm good at everything else except for running. My feet are awkward. And uh, technically, one leg is like a centimeter or sh- or two shorter than the other. And then... Oh, that yeah, shit my just feet, makes it harder. Yeah, run. my feet are like flat. And then like I'm slightly pigeon-toed. And it just all adds up to a bad equation. <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't run, basically. I mean, I can run, but I'm just not like super proficient at running. I can hit a baseball. I can catch a baseball. I can do all that, whatever. But... uh so I, I kind of like got in the video games. I was sitting in my mom's basement after school and high school all the time playing Call of Duty. I was a huge Call of Duty nerd. Um, a lot of my friends played like semi-professional, I guess you could say, Wait. Call of Duty. Um, one of my friends, Tyler, was sponsored by Turtle Beach, oh, the yeah. headset company. Yeah, Whoa. Tyler Stoneberger. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like low-key sponsored by Turtle Beach, and he got like free headsets when they were first coming out. This what? is like Call of Duty hey, Four. This dope. is like what's Turtle Beach uh, like a tech co- like a headphone company? Yeah, you go to GameStop, and it's like Astros, Tritons, and Turtle Beach are like the three main competitors for the oh, I see, I see. for the headset, ah, the okay, gaming okay. headset yeah, 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 brand. Yeah. So uh, whatever he was sponsored, and I would play with him all the time. We were just huge Call of Duty nerds, like six hours a day after school and stuff, but. When I got to become, when I became a senior in high school, you guys remember how the system was and like how you had electives? Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, you also, probably knew before. Some... Wait, before you go in, uh, also to clear up, like we all went to the same high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But the difference is we didn't actually like talk in high school. We didn't know yeah. each other we, yeah, we until like years school. later. Yeah, yeah. We, like, until like now, pretty much. Right, yeah. right. Basically, so um, in high school you get these electives, and I didn't really have to. Uh, I didn't really have to take more than four classes my senior year. And this caused a lot of people to be able to leave early. But I wasn't able to leave early because I didn't have a job. Uh, you, had had to, free. you had to have a job to leave early. Right, right. So I had, like, these three classes that I could pick whatever I wanted. 
I already took my team sports. I already took my gym. I already took my weight or my strength training. So I took like all the athletic things that you could do. And I was like, dang, I don't really want to take any other like weird courses like math or English or I don't want to do anything boring. Right, right, right. So I'm like, well, what, what do I like? I like to play video games. So I like to be on systems, computers, looking at screens. So I'm like, well, what is screen-based at least? So I, <laughs> I signed up for three classes. One was called digital imaging. One was called page layout. And one was something else. Basically, one taught you uh, Adobe InDesign. Yeah. One taught you Adobe Illustrator. And one taught you Adobe Photoshop. Yeah, and I took these classes. And it was basically book work. You sat down, you know, opened up your book. And then you uh, you would just do your book work, clicking along, clicking along. Like and a tutorial. Yeah, yeah. Like it basically tells you literally when to Like the old school tutorial. And then explains you what to do. And I was like, okay, Before this is cool. Do. I'm blowing through this. So I would be, the one, I'm not going to say the first person done. I wasn't like a teacher's pet or anything. I would just be done. So <laughs> well, Some people know how to use computers better than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I didn't realize I was like good or anything. So like I was just knocking this stuff out. Like I would always be like one of the first few people done. And my teacher would come and be like, are you done already? I was like, yeah. And I would show her. And she's like, oh, you did great, blah, blah, blah. And I would, uh, then I would just go goof off. So like I remember... These websites, you know, addicting games, mini clips. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, the those were the games, days. The little flash games. Yeah. yeah. So I used to play those flash games all the time, and like, but I would have to hide it because if the teacher saw me doing it, I would get in trouble. You so that all tab right there, ready to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, just close out. But I was doing that, but sometimes I would just stay on the the program, especially if I liked what I was learning, and just play around. So I was low key making a flash game on uh what's called adobe flash back mm -hmm. then i don't even know if they still have it now but you like it was an air uh shooter it was like a, a platformer shooter thing yeah. you like move the arrow keys to yeah, move, yeah and yeah. i would press space bar to shoot a gun well i illustrated these characters from scratch there was enemies and uh like an army man and then i had an ak-47 in his hand and he would shoot on space bar and it was pretty cool but like i wasn't like super good at the coding part but i also had made a website from scratch using just notepad like coding in HTML and right, CSS, right, right, right. and uh, basically she walked over one day and seen what I was working on. I was like, "Whoa, this is really cool!" Like, is this like what are you doing right now? I was like, "Oh, I'm making a game and like just making cool art." Like I was doing weird stuff. You thought you were in trouble or something? Yeah, yeah. I thought she was gonna get me in trouble, and she's like, "Well, you should submit this into a uh, like a countywide or statewide contest." Yeah. She was like, submit this and this and this. So I had a faux website. It was like a fake gym website like right. for like a weightlifting thing. And then one was uh, the illustration of an army man. And there was one other thing, like a logo, like a fake logo. Right, right, and right. I turned these in to this. Or I sent them, like, after she begged me, she's like, yo, you should turn these into this contest. I'm yeah. like, oh, I mean, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> I think you're just trying to suck up to me right now. Basically, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, this is, there's no way this is anything good. So the night of the award ceremony, I stay home and I am surprised playing Call of Duty at home. You didn't go. I didn't go to the award ceremony. I skipped it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't go. I skipped it. So listen, I skipped this award ceremony and uh, my teacher walked up to me. Her name was Miss Gore. The next, mm. the next Monday, I believe. Yeah, shout out to Miss Gore. Yeah, um, she walked up to me and because I had three classes with her. These, all these computer classes were with her. So I spent like a large portion of my day every yeah. day with her. So like we had, she like, 
I thought she was going to be one of those teachers who don't like me because I'm sometimes a slacker, but in this class, I was just excelling. Zooming. And uh, she, walk, she walked over to me and was, like, a little upset with me. I'm like, what's the matter with you? Why are you upset? <laughs> like, what? Like, I just be like, yo. Like, yeah, she was chill. She like, was chill. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, what did I do this time? Like, She's a nice lady. Yeah, she was so nice. And uh, I was like, what did I do this time? She's like, I'm upset at you, Bailey. I'm like, why? What did I What did I do? Like, what could I possibly do? <laughs> I totally forgot about this ceremony. Like, I just wanted to play Call of Duty and sleep. Of when course. I home. So I was just like chilling. And she's like, well, I got tired. I'm like, tired of what? She told me she got tired of walking up to the podium and accepting my awards for no. me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but at least you won, right? Yeah, she handed me three awards. There were like two second places and a third place what? award. And these are things that I didn't even want to submit. So right, right, right. I didn't put any effort into like winning this challenge. Right, right, right. And basically, she, uh, she told me that I got second place on one of them that would have been first place. If it hadn't been violent, because it was like an army soldier, like holding Yo. a machine gun, like, and it's like some school, it's like some school thing. So like I was like, whatever, it's cool. Like yeah. I'll take my my wards and walk away. It's cool. yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, but then it kind of clicked with me. I'm like, dang, like I actually found something I'm really good at this time. Like I didn't know until now that I can do anything. You gotta hit the resell. Yeah, you know, I just turned it off. Oh, <laughs> just muted it. But uh. Man, like that's when it kind of clicked with me because I didn't really have anything I was knew I was good at besides like some sports, but I was like I couldn't run, so that didn't help me any. So so you kind of like like accidentally <laughs> fell in love with like yeah. creating yeah digital like yeah it was stuff. like it was digital it was crazy because like I also had like this other hobby. People are gonna laugh, but like it started out with Nerf guns and I would take these Nerf guns and I would take my dad's saw horses and get a piece of plywood, lay them out in the backyard and I would get some painter's tape and like tear shreds of painter's tape and I would make like these paint jobs and like spray paint camouflages on these Nerf guns and I would do like custom Nerf oh, gun modifications. Did you, so would you sell those? Shoot them. No, I wouldn't sell them but we would play with them in my basement. I would make them shoot harder or like open up to where you can put more ammo into them or right. whatever, shoot faster. You know, and that would make them look cooler. And like, but I was like, dang, spray painting's fun. So I kind of got into like tagging. Oh. I got into like graffiti a little bit. Right, right, right. But like, I never really documented it because I was always scared that I would get in trouble for Definitely. doing what I was doing. So that's out there somewhere is uh, around here? some tags. Like around? Yeah, I've tagged a few things out here. Oh, so Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's the whole reason I actually stopped is because I don't, I didn't want to get caught up doing it's that. Tough. So it evolved. So like, I was like kind of falling in love with like art and like painting. And then I found Photoshop and like Adobe products and I realized I was decent at it. So how old are you around this time? I was 17. Yeah. 17. Okay. So this is about six years ago, like when I really, really started. So seven year, six or seven years ago, I started this stuff and I stopped buying shoes because I was just always buying the newest shoes and trying to fit in with everybody You're in school. high beast. No, nah, I wasn't a high beast. <laughs> I was just buying like, I was just buying like Air Maxes. Were you buying stuff. them online I was buying at the Air time? Maxes. No, I was going into the finish line and oh, sometimes true. I would camp out. I would yeah. camp out for like the phone posits and stuff like right, that. Right. But, uh, Man, this is like crazy. I forgot I even did that. So how does like Hagerstown. yeah? So how does like, cause, uh, I know you like manage you manage or managed yeah. like artists. How does like the music? Where did the music oh. side come in? Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. So I 
to stop buying shoes, started saving my money from, like, mowing lawns, hustling, like, doing what I could to pinch pennies. Yeah. Uh, trying to keep my hustles legal because I don't want to get caught up for some dumb shit. Like, I'm too talented. I, 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 I speak <laughs> myself kind of highly, and I don't want to goof up. So, right, uh, right. so I kind of, like, try and stay away from anything that'll get me in trouble, but I was, uh... I got my computer from mowing lawns and stuff, helping my dad with landscaping and different yeah. people because he had, like, a little uh, lawn mowing company. He doesn't have it anymore, but it was called The Uppercut. It was a pretty cool-ass name. That is. But, uh... <laughs> you made a logo for him? Yeah, I helped him make his branding for, like, the side of his truck or whatever. Oh, but, no. <laughs> it's still like, out there? Nah, he, he got rid of it. It, oh, like, true, true. wore away after years. But, uh... I kind of was into that stuff, and, uh... What happened was I was listening to a lot of rap music and like one of the first pieces that I can remember I ever made was actually some Mac Miller fan art and it was uh it was this picture I took a picture of like Mac on stage somewhere off the internet like in a high res picture and then I drew over top of it and kind of like pretty much just traced them out yeah and then like put my own style on it and just posted it online and people like kind of shared it or whatever and then it became a thing like when people saw that I could do that for one person, like I did that for you, for example, you were like, oh, that's cool. I yeah. want that. Like your friends. Right. And, and then I was like, oh, there's a market for this. Right. Like a little like, word of mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I, I basically started out doing fan arts for artists, like bigger artists, and then eventually they would repost them on their Instagram or repost oh, them on Twitter. It was whatever. on Instagram. Well, you yeah, were yeah. using it was Instagram before, Twitter? Yeah, it was before I wiped my Instagram, but I had all like a whole page full of illustrations. On Insta. Yeah, on Instagram mostly. And uh, people saw these illustrations, you know, I would draw them on Illustrator, Photoshop, and I had a Wacom tablet and I was drawing. And uh, people saw that and were like, yo, I'll pay you to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, people will pay me to do this. Like, this is fun. Like, <laughs> your eyes fun. lit up. Yeah, yeah. Wait, were like, you were you in college at the time? No, no, I was in I was in high school. I was like uh, in between high school and college. So oh, okay, I took okay. a year off of uh, I took a year off after high school to decide what I was doing, but right. I told myself that after that year, I'm either going to college or going to do whatever else, and that's right, right. that's that. So I was working at the go kart track then. That was what did your parents say about it? Yeah, my first job was fresh. It was a go kart track. Where's that? At? Uh, it was in Summit Point at the Motorsports Park. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't know they, they had relocated to to DC recently, but oh, it was my sucks. first job. But we it should was go. Let me know. What did your parents think about like how you moved like with? Like mowing the lawn. I kind of, like I kind of kept them like out keeping of the, loop. the gap. I kind of kept them out of the loop because I was working at the go kart track on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, helping out my dad during the week here and there, and saving up for this computer. Got the computer popping, and then um, after that, I kind of like started accepting commissions, and I stopped doing the fan art. I was like, okay, people are like, people are now fans of me instead of me being fans of everybody else. How and much like, you charge back then for your... Bro, it was like 20 bucks. Right. It was okay. like nothing. It was like... And it took it you like, like how, was like, how much oh, time? Like three or four hours. I'm like, okay. oh, I'll just do this so I can get like a case of beer or whatever and go right. party with my friends. Like, it was just like some petty stuff that right, I was right. doing just of for course. fun. But, uh, but it was also me not knowing my worth. But, I mean, no one was there to tell me my worth. It's not like I right. had a... It's, there was no network of other people doing what I was doing around me. I was just, right. like, kind of like a... Little, yeah, you're in West Virginia. Like, yeah, nobody... Like, like, that's that's another reason. Know. Yeah, nobody... That's the hard part. I was alone. Nobody was doing it. Nobody yeah. was doing it. So, I was kind of doing that thing, and then the illustration got too tedious, and I'm like, dang, this is boring. So, it kind of... I can still do it. Like, I still make some sweet drawings when I want to, and I, I'd rather make physical art, though. But, uh... Yeah, so, like, it evolved, and I got here. I kind of, like, 
I, I went by a different moniker back then. I had uh, pronounced Korea, and it's like my, a play on my last name. And then I had Korea DZN, which was like short for design. And then I was like, wait, I don't like this because I don't want to be known as just a designer. So I dropped the DZN, mm. and now I'm Bailey Unlimited. And that's that. So I have other plans and to this, branch. And off. this is like, what? This is, uh, this is still in your gap year? This was like a year after my gap year. So I took the one year off, and then I like decided I'm going to go to school. And yeah. I, I Where'd you quit. go? I went to WVU for hey. a couple years. Yeah. Okay. A couple years, okay, yeah. so you didn't finish. Yeah, I didn't finish. How was it up there? It was sick. It? it was sick, so basically I uh, I didn't really find anyone to hang out with besides my one buddy, Ryan, and uh, a lot of friends I had up there were just like, it just seemed like they weren't on the same type of thing that I'm on because I like to, uh, I don't like to party all the time, so I had did my partying while I was 16, like I had started early like with the drinking and stuff and yeah. like, I just felt like I was wasting time, like I became like a super like, like I just fell in love with what my passion, like design and like making art and creating and making like beautiful images for people I just want to like represent, yeah. I just want to be a part of like a huge creative process, like it's just something that's always been like amazing to me so i uh i kind of like this like separated myself from a lot of people that wanted to party all the time and i just kind of like was just like making art i was just making art like i was like seeing if i could even like just pay rent off of art while i'm going to class so like i was like skipping out on the parties and just like working 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 and uh i don't know it it paid off but it also sucked because i kind of like it kind of, like, affected my mental health because I didn't have any friends. Like, I just didn't care. I just didn't want... Like, I would go to Sheets. I would get, like, a little snack and go sit up in my room for eight hours and just work and eat a snack while I'm, like, designing and not really go out much. But uh, I kind of fell out of the partying scene with it, though, because I was learning about myself. Like, I right. just wanted to... I just wanted to make things, and I, I always want to make things. Yeah, and you didn't have, like, anybody else that was into that. No, so, no, So you were just no. had to, like, cut yourself off. I like, didn't even know, like, any artists. Realize. I didn't know, like, any, like, music um, artists or musicians that I could, like, be like, oh, I want to go hang out in the studio with you guys and make art for you. Right, 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 Like, I literally knew no one. Like, I was doing this all off the internet, and it was, like, yeah. and it didn't seem tangible to a lot of people. When people would talk to me, and they would be like, oh, that's nice. They would just be like, oh, that's cool that you do things online, like, and it was, like, hard to be, like, oh, but, I mean, it's tangible, whatever. Like, I believe in this. and like, Of course. Like, you'll see it. You'll see it. But, like, a lot of people never see that, and they don't believe. And But it's just, it's it's all about, like, being persistent. Right, and not right. Like, not, like, hearing that stuff out. Yeah, it's like and, it's, and it's weird, like, small town, like, uh, I don't know if it's, like, a mentality, but mm-hmm. you, you there's a bunch of people that just never have been in like a big city or like yeah like don't know like because even if you're in a small town or a city like the internet's gonna seem smaller because you got like so many friends versus like over here like you have a lot of friends that know other people that somehow make it it's like a closed circle when you have a small town it's like a closed circle yeah and it's hard to like get out of that circle most of the time yeah so you turn it to to the internet at the time Oh like, yeah, I'm basically always like that's where I I got my my stuff going. Like I make decent money like just being on the internet. How'd you network back then? Oh, uh, it was it was real spammy. 
like yeah. I, I felt like, like, <laughs> like I would have thought like nowadays I would have thought I was spam like I was going around I was like reaching out to people I was like like there was like a lot of like C, like C-list artists you could say so like anyone who's like kind of blowing up like Blueface right now like the yeah. artist who like raps off beat yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, heard, I heard of but like I would have reached out to like him or like like two years ago like Uno and Fawny like when they were just coming out the gates or like artists like that and I would be like yo I'll make your covers and I'm gonna do it for free just, I'm just like make sure you tag me I need credit on this because that's how I get fans because right, like, right. if this dude is hot and I get a project with him then people are gonna see that I'm fire like I'm gonna give 130,000% even right. though I'm not getting paid for it a dime and I'm gonna give them all I got <clears throat> and then that's how I got my clientele was yeah like I kind of like would just flex I would just like be like oh look yeah. look what I look like, look at this guy he's gonna blow up next year he'll be famous and I did this project for him and XXXXXX is gonna see it and then this guy's gonna want something like that and this guy's gonna want yeah, something like that yeah, yeah. there's like there's my red back like, it's like your, your payment or the eyes yeah. that see your art yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like, that's like impressions that's impressions only work though if you got original stuff like if if you look like everybody else's stuff and you try and like do that do that tactic and like reach out and be like I'll do this for free for you right, right. and you look like the next guy nobody's going to want that because right. you look like a you look like a knockoff or a clone right, so like right. you have to be original so like I would really come with the, the the fire like that's when I got my big credits I got uh Tory Lanes Chief Keef Young Dro uh Lil Dirk I believe and then like Mike Jones Cameron, Bobby V, and a few other, like, really big artists under my belt for, like, as far as flyers, or, oh, and Currency. I did a flyer for Currency. Damn, that's tough. But, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, like, that's how that happened. So, like, you kind so of... So, are, are all these, like, commissioned, or are all yeah, these, Yeah, these like... are commissioned through either the the agency that's putting on the show or through the actual artist. Sometimes yeah, are, were I'm they all flyers or were they covers, uh, flyers? Some covers, some features on the covers and then oh. some flyers. But like a lot of like big name people, I've like touched their work. Like, and, but what, what time was this? What like, time uh, this was 2016. Okay. 2015, 2016. I was really working on trying to get like a credential list. Yeah. Like, Someone to say like so if I tell somebody like dude I want this much amount of money and you're not gonna charge you're not gonna give me anything less because this is how much I'm worth because these guys rock with me right like, right then you can, you like you're undeniable at that point so you're using your yeah. Instagram as a portfolio yeah my Instagram was mostly <coughs> portfolio back then yeah um, was this when you were still at WVU or yeah I was at WVU okay. during this time but it also was posting cover arts man my covers were so weak. <laughs> my art was really weak back then and I can't believe anybody liked it but did you did you network with anybody in the, at WVU while at WVU uh, yeah uh, I want to shout out Day One Lifestyle because they Garrett. are uh, they kind of were like my mentors this guy named Garrett or Fabs 304 on Twitter yes. at Fabs 304 check him out he's a redhead yeah he's an amazing photographer and a great dude oh, um, He's a friend of mine. And, he came uh, to our party that one time. He, yeah, he, I think he did photography for one of our parties. In Very possible. Uh, yeah. just, I mean, he just came and took pictures. We didn't yeah, even ask he him. He just pops out, dude. Yeah. He's really, he's really for the culture. Um, yeah. he, throw, he, throw, he throws, like, big parties. I haven't been to, like, the ones. He does shows at uh, 1234 or 123 Pleasant Street in Morgantown. Yeah, it's a, it's one, two, three. I've seen him at main stage, too. I think, I forget who was performing there, but I've seen him in there taking pictures. Yeah, so, like. He does tons of cool uh, photos and 
basically we became friends and he helped me uh, get in contact with this dude named Chris Allen. And Chris Allen's an artist out there too, but he's now moved to either DC and then he records in New York a lot. Right. But uh, he's getting a little bit of clout too. Yeah, yeah, he's coming up, and that's my boy. I used to like co-manage him for a little bit. Right. But Garrett was like his main manager. Like I would just yeah. help. I would just always give my input because Garrett was really good at the uh, the keeping his head on straight stuff, and I was like really good at like the moves to make type of stuff, like who to work with or like what's next or how to get his name on this show, and that was kind of Garrett's thing too. But like we just kind of collaborated and helped help. help paint his image y'all like, co- yeah y'all co-managed him and i remember yeah. he used to do mad shows like yeah he did anything tons of shows. anything actually, that would pop up he actually did a show at the uh the metropolitan in morgantown i believe it's called and yeah kendrick lamar had headlined there in like 2013 yeah or something. yeah 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 yeah, yeah kendrick uh, was there, i went so. to that show i went to that kendrick yeah. show um yeah there was uh that was like yeah when no when Isn't he had crazy? just dropped good kid wait really yeah i i like went i was a freshman Dude, and, that's crazy. And I went to that show, and I remember, like, like I listened to Section 80 when I was, like, in 11th grade. Wait, so you're talking about the metro, the theater. The met- it was a theater-type the place, metropo- right? On, on yeah. High Street. Yeah, well, Chris actually headlined that place. Like, yeah. We set up a show there. Like, yeah, We yeah. booked that place out and had Chris headline a show there, and that was, like, that was, like, a step for me. I was, like, dang, like, like everything slowly becomes more real. So it's not, like, when you're really building off the internet, it's, like, it's... It's never fast. It's mm-hmm. and a lot of people think it is something, something that you have to accept as an outsider. It looks very, very fast. Right. And the internet does look very fast on the outside, but when you're uh, when you're just reaching out like trying to network and you don't have like super big connections and you don't have an industry plug or whatever, whoever, it's like it takes a lot of work and nobody really recognized that and that's why. I didn't even like to talk about it. Like I didn't. That's why I couldn't find my friends or like you guys. Like I couldn't be like, yo, I'm I'm into, I'm into design. And I make it for rappers. Like right. people would have been like, what? You, like, right. you do cover arts and stuff. I was like, yeah, man. Like I do cover arts. Yeah. Like and like it'd be like hard. But it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not just cover arts. Yeah. So. yeah, it's just yeah. hard for any creative really to explain what they're trying to do. Yeah, so, at, at least around here. So I consider the Met like one of my milestones. With Chris, I don't know. He probably doesn't even see it as a milestone. It wasn't like a packed out show or anything, but it was just a big deal to us because we were um, a bunch of friends, and he had it was he was like helping a rapper like build a name for himself or whatever. So we did that, and then I also got connected with the DJ. Uh, The DJ is actually named DJ Dollar, and he does all the uh, basketball games and the football games for WVU, and he's actually my good friend too. And Dollar um, hooked me up with a paid opportunity for one of the biggest things I've ever done and I'm super proud of this still to this day is I uh I designed his logo but which was really cool and then but the coolest thing is where that logo ended up that logo would be projected onto the jumbotron yep. in the middle of the basketball court like arena. when he would play yeah whenever he would play which is the beginning of almost every home game for a few seasons like there right. was something that I made like for sure on the jumbotron I would be like hey mom like you remember when I was making art in your basement and you used to want to kick me out or tell me to like not wow. do this and go be productive? Well, look what's up. Yeah, there that definitely that that moment yeah. is like what changes parents. Like, oh shit, like this yeah. is real. Yeah, like, yeah. Because so, basketball games are huge in, in Morgantown. Yeah, like thousands of people are coming out there. And like, definitely. I mean, it didn't have my name on it or anything, and like only a few select people knew that that was me. But like, that's still like 
it was like, and what also, I was undecided my first year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I wanted to do in college. And uh, not even like graphic design. I wasn't sure because I didn't want to go to art school, I right. guess, because graphic design is considered art. Yeah. So you have to paint. You have to I do all the paint. other shit. Yeah, you have to do like studio hours and paint like yeah. for like so many hours a day or something. And I'm like, I can do that, but do I really have to pay thirty grand a year to show you guys that I know how to paint? Like right, I didn't right. want to do that, so I wanted to do something applied. So I did my major in business with a minor in advertising. And advertising is just uh the industry version of graphic design. You know, it's like billboards, signs, anything, posters, you always see that stuff. So I just wanted to do something that designs applied to and make my bread off of it because art degrees aren't always tangible right to be realistic and i didn't want to be in debt for years because i thought that art was great right (laughs) and i love art so art would always be a hustle and my dream is still to open up a design firm or have a business somewhere where people can come in and like get professional work done maybe i print vinyl stickers or do whatever basically growing and progressing was like always just something on my mind so I knew that, and I still know that I don't always, and I won't always do cover arts. Like I want to be more, uh, more rare. I want to mm. do like pretty much more different rare. venues. Different. Yeah, I want to do like pop ups and art galleries and stuff. Like right. I want to do like something like yeah. bigger. Like, I mean, you're creative. That yeah. was like your end. Yeah, yeah. But now you end. got like yeah. yeah. Now I got room to grow, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. So, so that's that's Morgantown. Yeah. So tell me about like. You 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 left. You like you you know. You're like I decided to you know not do the Man. college route. Like it, after be, that, it gets harder, right? Well, to be completely transparent, um, it didn't. It didn't. Um, it became. Hey, Clark. Um, it's all good. Let's give it, let's give it a second. See if we can like re- we'll restart. Bad. We'll we'll start. We'll pick up. Yeah, those. Um, all right, we're back. Is it recording? All right, we're back. Um, so where did we leave off? Um, I was talking about how I uh, decided to leave school. Basically, I was uh, I was too focused on my design shit to like really. I was skipping classes and just fucking off too much, making art, trying to get through this shit, and uh, just I just didn't care about. I just didn't care about class. I was skipping classes and just being a bum like making art all the time like if I wasn't busy like I was beating myself up about it but I didn't want to do nothing that wasn't working towards where I want to go right right so like this uh the design stuff took off a little bit more and I just was busy like either making flyers or doing covers or banners logos all that stuff helping with direction for shows you know uh just trying to stay busy yeah Garrett every year Garrett would do the uh Fabs would do the show down at one two three, and I would help with the uh, stage direction and stuff like that, the image and the branding for all that shit. You got a shirt for them, all right? Yeah, what yeah. Right now it's this uh, this April showers show. That one looked fire. The yeah. with the hounds. Yeah, it's got like a big logo on the back. It goes crazy, but uh, yeah. So I was in like I was just busy, busy, busy on design all the time, and I skipped out on class and my grades plummeted and I just realized that like I just didn't care and that's when it came to me that I had to tell my parents I was like well this is what I want to do and I don't really give a fuck about this class shit and I'll get back to it when I can but I ain't got time to waste like it was just it felt like a waste of time because what I was doing wasn't even really my passion I was going to do 
business and that was math and I didn't even fucking like that. So, <laughs> but you already doing business, yeah. like yeah, yeah, like I was already handling business online and shit like that. So I just didn't really, uh, I just didn't really go with the flow anymore. I kind of just left it. And I, after my second year, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this no more. So my credits are still there waiting for me whenever I want to show up again. <laughs> but I really just want to like take this art to the next level. All right, so you left. So you left college like after that. Who did you start working with? Like, how did you? How did your mentality change? Because it had well, to. Well, like... I was working with Chris a lot. Like mainly Chris. Like that was my main focus was making sure Chris got his uh got his art direction handled, all of his creative stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, me and Chris worked a lot. But then, like when I left school, I kind of uh, wanted to just get back into working so I can make money as much money as I could to do what I want to do. Right. So that's how I got to like. I went to L.A. last year, and I went to Texas and Arizona, and I went to Louisiana and shit like that, just meeting clients and working with uh, people in my network, and, yeah, it was just amazing. It was the like, best you, time of my life. How did you get, like, oh, like what did you do? Out, like... uh, basically, so, in Louisiana, I crashed at a uh, double tree, and then I stopped in Houston and hung out with my boy Screenager, who also is the designer. Oh yeah, yeah. And we've done a lot of collabs together. We did. Uh, he was the first designer I ever did collabs with, and we did like, we've done like three or four big pieces together. But then, I went out to uh, Corpus Christi, which is where Deshaun De Garcon or Fat Boy Sean was living, mm-hmm. and uh, I hung out in his studio, and we just made a bunch of records with another collective called New South. And I was basically just bumming, getting drunk, and making art all week there. <laughs> and then I went up south, or up north, to uh, Amarillo. And I hung out with my boy Nick Six, who's now in home base. And uh, Nick Six has a, a studio out there called Animal Kingdom. And I was recording with an artist named The Trees, helping him do his creative direction. And we stayed in the studio from July 1st, no, June 20 or June 30th or something all the way mm-hmm. to the 4th of July and dropped a tape we did like 8 songs and then we uh, I did the full art direction you know I shot photos for it and then I used them on the artwork I actually took his hand covered his hand in paint took a piece of paper slapped his hand on a piece of paper and then let that shit dry on like an air conditioner and I put it into a scanner scanned it into a printer and we loaded it up and then I cropped it out and made it like the center of the artwork was his hands. So, like, you had the front and back cover. It looked like he slapped his wet hands of paint Mm -hmm. just on the cover. And then I uh, rendered out some, like, what are those, ransom notes? I made, like, a fake ransom note. Oh, okay. And, like, made, like, because we called it 0704417, which was July 4th, 2017. And uh, it was kind of just, like, a staple project. And we dropped it while there was fireworks going off outside the studio. And uh, that was pretty tight. That was like that was a big highlight because well, the producers were all in in house, like making the beats yeah, and yeah. shit. Was that your first time in like that environment? Yeah, that was my first time in like a real studio environment because Nick actually owns the studio. Like he's right, the right. main engineer. He owns the A room and the B room and everything. Shout out to and Nick. Uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. Actually, yeah, big shout out to Six Nick because yeah. he just overcame like a huge disease. Like he got like a major part of his body removed yeah, or something dang. yeah he was he's been going through it he's only got one more surgery left he's been through two big ones and uh yeah Keep he's got strong. he's got what's called ulcerative colitis you know mm-hmm. make sure y'all look up and be aware about that uh anyways after that i went out to arizona linked up with my boys from ill roots uh so gross jordan and eric g eric g is like a 
uh, editor slash contributor for Elroots. He's like the head guy, right. and that's my boy. And we linked up in Arizona. I was out there for like a day or two. I actually love Arizona. Uh, people think it's probably like hot as hell out there. Well, it is, but it's like dry heat. It's yeah. not. Like, it's not like out here where it's real moist and damp. So if you go on a run and like start sweating. It just like comes right off you. It's like not like uh, it doesn't get sticky. Like, you don't feel uh, sticky. Evaporates. Yeah, yeah. So like the one, the, the hundred and ten degrees is like. It's not like it's, Florida weather. Like yeah, like I prefer one hundred and ten in Arizona than I do like eighty five or ninety out here. Like it's just better. It feels so much better. But uh, yeah. And then after that, finished out the trip. We had an Airbnb out in L. A. And uh, went up to the observatory and tore all the beaches. Did all the LA like, shit. Yeah, went out to like Melrose and uh, did all that shit. And I ended up in, uh, I went out to like three or four beaches. I can't even remember which all the beaches were they were, but I was like just touring the place. You know? Right, right, I right. I love the beach, you know, I like the weather and uh, just the stuff to do out there was amazing. So I uh, ended up in some studios and like went to a record label and kind of got to meet some people and ended up meeting some new friends and basically just having the time of my life. I learned a lot about the scene and the industry and I rolled back and then I traveled back across the country and pulled back in my driveway in one piece and that's when it all became real. Like, it was yeah. like, okay, so I can really do something with this. Like, I can really go touring and like do things that are like, bigger than just being here so. yeah so like and these are all the first time you go to these places yeah, yeah. first time you meet the people you met bro online. I had never left the east coast before then before yeah. that trip so wow. like, when did you get back to West Virginia like when was the time that you decided it took, it took me a month it was like it was like June 22nd or something no 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 it was like June 14th-ish or something I quit my job I quit my heating and air conditioning job and took the money I had and jumped in my Honda and drove across the country and back and just like I had planned it out and I was like, yo, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. My job isn't paying me enough. I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna come back and I already got my hustle. Like, cause I was making bread on the road too. Right. So like I was doing commission work and I, I wasn't really fucking around too, too much out there. But I had my fun though. Like, yeah. I made it worthwhile. I tried to balance out my time. I was really, good. I was really on top of all that that's, stuff. That's right. the point. That's hard. Yeah. yeah Especially yeah. like what you're like 18 or 19 at the time. No, no, no. It was after college. So. I was like 22 last year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're just getting fried all the time. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, was, I mean, I partied uh, I partied a lot in Corpus and a little bit in L.A., but there was just so much shit in, like, business that I had to handle out in L.A. It was just, it was amazing, you know? Like, yeah. I got to go backstage with Nestle and TM88 and shit. Like, it was, it was yeah. fucking crazy, bro. So, so uh, like... Like, I was like, hanging out with, like, you know, you ever seen the comedian Retrospectro? No, I haven't, actually. All right, well... He's a funny dude online. He's viral all the time. And uh, he was at the table with me, uh, Y2K, Nestle, and uh, and TM88. We were all at a table at Denny's at 2, at 2 a.m. in the middle of L.A. And like that just made me realize like a lot of this shit that you think isn't tangible is really tangible. Like, And these people, they seem like regular people, bro. Like, Despite all the diamonds and chains, like a lot of them are some real like regular day people. Like We were joking about dumb shit. Like, we were just flirting with the waiter or whatever like just yeah. talking shit on the waiter you know like it's cool but what's up go ahead uh oh i was gonna say like um the like after la or you know just till recently like from last year to this year like like what are some of the big bigger names that you like commit like have commissioned you uh, or you work with i've been like avoiding i've been like really avoiding 
major commissions, but like I did the currency project. I helped him with uh, a tour flyer. Mm-hmm. Helped him just do editing. It was basically basically revision work. Yeah. But uh, I did a few other big projects. I really don't tally him up anymore. Right. I don't really care about who I'm working with anymore. I like I said, I did that big run of where I was like trying to work with all the big artists so right. I could uh, so I could build a fan base of clientele up. But now I just have the regular average everyday Joes who I just, I, I knock out work for them, you know. Yeah. Try to I, make them look the best I can, and that's all I really care about. I really liked your Big Baby Gucci uh, oh. cover. That was pretty fire. Yeah, the Big Baby Gucci one. Wait, which one was that? That was the one where, like... Wait, Big Baby Scumbag or Big, Big Baby Baby Gucci? Scumbag, my bad. Which Big one? Baby Dale, Scumbag. The Dale Earnhardt one? The one with the, well, that one and the one with, like, the red text, and, like, it was a photo of him, and there was, like, graffiti, like, he was Oh, on the yeah, wall. yo, um... I don't even remember. That reminds me of I, like, I, saw, I saw the Dale one. The Dale one was yeah, fucking hard. The Dale and her one was like my favorite, but I don't even remember. I've done like three. Oh, was it the Jodeci cover? Or no, I did Jodeci. I, I look did, it up. Uh, whatever. I did a few covers for him. I forget all of them, but he's a great dude, yo. I met him <laughs> out in DC yeah. while he was on tour with Oliver, and uh, we linked up out there for a night. Got a got a few drinks in us after the show, and he's a real good ass dude to hang out with, low key, yeah. like. He's funny as hell online too, but he's just like a regular dude in person. It's so cool. Like he's just got that father, yeah, that father feature. Yeah, he's got all. Well, he's him and Zach Fox are big are good friends. Zach Fox is always booty math. He's always viral on Twitter and shit. <laughs> and uh, he's hilarious. Yeah, but but yo, Big Baby's cool shit. Shout also, out to him. Yeah, shout out to Big Baby. Um, I worked with both of them though. You got him confused with Big yeah, Baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, I have done shit with a, Big there's Baby. There's mad Big Babies out there. Yeah, there's, there's, Gucci, there's a collective. There's, there's, there's mad scumbags. Big Baby Gandhi, Gandhi uh, Gucci, scumbag, and <laughs> then there's like a regular just Big Baby, I believe. But so, it's just like a plain Big Baby. I don't know. They're all like in like in like a low key war over the name, and I'm like. <laughs> Just don't get me tired with that, bro. I'm just trying to be here, yeah. like, do my shit, and that's it. Like, but, uh... <clears throat> so, at this point, you had came back from WVU. Wait, wait, you wait. kind of... What? Sorry. Yo, Swid Life. Swid Life. Talk to me about Swid okay, Life. Okay, okay, okay. Swid Life, real quick, is a blog that was originally called Somewhere in Denver. S-W-I-D, thus the new name. But, uh, it was originally called Somewhere in Denver. I linked up with this guy online. His name was Mally. He uh, he commissioned me to do some logos and stuff. And I was like, dude, this is f- fire and all. Like, you have good work ethic when it comes to writing, but it could be a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't want to intentionally fully talk him out of the whole idea of being a Denver-based hip-hop blog. And they basically... Basically, what we did was, like, he was like, dude, I... There's just not that much going on in Denver, you know, like it's hard to get any traction. Does anybody really care other than just a few select people about what I'm doing? Yeah. And it wasn't big enough for him. So I'm like, yo, let's rebrand your shit. And uh, he was like, what, Swid Blog? I was like, well, I was like, let's not get rid of the name so we don't like lose, like lose the people who are like in tune with the brand already. So like, let's just kind of like modify it. And it's like Swid Hip Hop, Swid Rap. I'm like, no, no, Do Swid Life, like a lifestyle brand or something. And so like, yeah, the name came out between me and him. We designed the, or came up with the name. I did the logo. I, I've done like two or three different logos for them. But, uh, cause they've like changed their image a few times. Right. Like I did like one that was like a pen and pixel style with the diamonds encrusted in it. I saw that one. And I've also done one that was like kind of like a rainbow. And yeah, so like, but I linked up with them, and I helped him uh, kind of get his direction going the right way, really. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, 
it just goes to show like it's not just like art that you work yeah. with you work with a, like on a lot of fronts like yeah. that's a whole block oh dude I mean I've done everything from well something's really random I've done I made a logo for like a cleaning company before you know yeah. like I've, I've done the DJ Dollar show that was on top of the was at the WVU Coliseum on the big screen and I've done like just a range of stuff but hip hop's really my niche man I love the music shit like mm. I love being around it um, so at this point you had came back from WVU, you kind of figured out what you wanted to do. So where, where do you go from here? Like, oh, okay. So I, I left WVU, I came back, started working. Um, my next step is to, so one of my goals long-term would be to work with an artist who can put, basically put me on salary, like will take care of me, like give me, like put food on the table for me. And then I, in return, fully brand them you know i'll do music videos i'll do photos make their instagram look fly i'll keep up with their twitter i'll make their cover arts their flyers their banners their all, all that shit you're like, talking about a label yeah well basically yeah like my own just the the visual aspect of the label the creative out like the creative direction of an artist basically yeah. and that would be like my goal was to be like an in-house guy for someone yeah. you know go on tour take their photos on tour, you know, make sure their shit looks pristine and just be on top of that and that'd be a job. But uh, that's like, that's like a minor step in the big trace of goals because my final goal is to like open up a full design firm. Right. I would like to uh, have a, have a whole team of designers behind me to uh, like really make some bigger shit than Dope. just, than just music. Dope. Well, well tell us, tell us like what you're working on right now and like what, you know, the, the moves, the immediate uh, moves. Right now, I'm working on... I got this mix with a DJ called You Can't Finesse. And it's called Turmoil. It's the first volume of this potential series. Wink, wink, cough, cough. Might be more of them. But uh, <laughs> that shit's coming out tomorrow night uh, between 8 and 9 o'clock. I don't know when this video is going to come out, so you might as well say it. Go check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it'll be out... Uh, what is it? November? It'll be out. It'll be it was it's November right now. Yeah, it'll be out tomorrow, November 9th. So it'll be out on SoundCloud, uh soundcloud.com backslash Bailey U L T D B A I L E Y U L T D. And that's the same uh social media as my Twitter and Instagram. Good man. You can probably link it. So yeah, yeah. So uh so you said you mentioned like when we were off camera that the, or you mentioned earlier that you were like not working as much as before, but like uh, this is something you've been working on. Yeah, yeah. So I just came off a hiatus. I took like a, a couple weeks break to like handle some shit because a couple months back I totaled my whip and I'm trying to like get situated for a new car and get back on my feet with this design shit so I can go travel. Because I mean, I have some, I have opportunities in and out of state. So on the low, uh, a guy from Atlantic Records just reached out to me in July, mm -hmm. like a few days before I totaled my whip about getting a creative director position. And I'm not going to tell you his name. But he's been a writer for Double XL and Vibe since the '90s, so he's been in the music industry a long time, and uh, that was like an opportunity that I kind of had to let slip out, and I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like make that. Like, I didn't want that to happen, but I couldn't right. get to New York. Like of my course. car, my of car course. was gone. So uh, I got a job, picked up a little job on the weekends, and I'm working just about full time. Right. And then I'm hustling. I'm doing reselling and uh, reselling some like like shoes and supreme and shit like that and then i do uh 
I do my design. So I'm trying to like have multiple sources of income. They say the average uh, millionaire has seven sources of income. That passive income. Yeah, yeah. I saw you like uh, you're flipping shoes now. You're flipping this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I flip everything. I don't bro. know if you want to talk about like that whole bot, nah. that whole bot game, or if it's nah, on we'll, the low. We'll, <laughs> you don't want to give too I'm, many keys out. There might be another interview or something where I'll bring that and sell it up, but that's a that's a long thing to go into. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But so back to like this turmoil. So you like oh, you, bro. So turmoil. Uh, you, the name. You, you crash your whip, right? Yeah, yeah. I crashed my car. Yeah. I crashed my car in July, and then I kind of been in a funk since then. It was like, it was like a few days before my birthday, and like my girl was coming out here, yeah. and she was supposed to be here for the week, and she yeah. came out, and I didn't have a whip, and it was just like. I felt like an embarrassment and shit, so that happened, and then I kind of turned it into art, so I was on Photoshop after, like, having my commissions closed for a week or two because I just wanted to chill and, like, yeah. get my mind together. I uh, I put together this, this started making a piece of art on Photoshop just for my, myself, and I was, like, turmoil, and I was, like, because, like, that's what I was, like, feeling. I was, like, feeling like I was in turmoil, so uh, I called it turmoil, and then I was, like... I was looking on Google and I found this car, this picture of a crashed Lambo and I made it look hard and put some like doves and some feathers on it, like feathers falling off the dove and it's kind of symbolic. And then I uh, called it crash the whip music and it's like, uh, listen to this before you crash the whip. Definitely. And it's called turmoil because it's like kind of all tied into something that I went through. So that's that. And uh, that shit drops tomorrow night. It's like, 10 songs, one track mix, clocks in it specifically like right around 20 minutes. And yeah, it's uh, put together by my DJ friend, You Can't Finesse. We uh, we went half season on the songs and picked half the songs yeah. and then he, he uh, made sure the BPMs were tight. Well, we'll definitely and then we went half on the transitions and the transitions are like my favorite part. Yeah. So Yo, so we'll, we'll definitely link that. We'll, you know, have people listen to that. Um, but yeah, on that note, like, you know, coming back, that's the first thing you're coming back with. And now you're yeah. doing this. You're dropping yeah. that tomorrow, so hopefully. I'm super excited know. to do that, man. And, yeah, I think you got something to add. No. Other than that, I think that's where we can end it. All right, yeah. yeah. Right on time, because I'm just not going to watch All right, bro, thank you so much for coming yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you. Nice having you. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Close we it. We good. Close it. Ah. We out.